Welcome to City Harvest Sermon Podcast. Coming up is a word from Pastor Bobby Chow. Now, at the beginning of the year, Pastor Kong shared with us the vision for our church, and that is to be intentional. Intentional in cultivating Christ-likeness. And to be intentional in loving unconditionally. And to be intentional in our marketplace discipleship. Now we learn that man's chief end is to glorify God and to enjoy Him forever. And our prayer is that we will be so filled with the fullness of God such that God's image God's glory will be reflected, expressed in us and through us. Now, this was the testimony of the early disciples of Jesus. Just look at Acts chapter 4 and verse 13. It says, Now when they saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived that they were uneducated and untrained men, they marveled. Now, the people when they saw the disciples, they marveled because they, do not, they did not have those educational qualifications. But how could this ordinary man demonstrate such power, such character of Christ? Well, look at the, the next sentence. It says, And they realised that they had been with Jesus. Yes, friends, something changed. Transformation happened when the disciples were with Jesus. You see, today I want to talk to you about dining with Jesus. In fact, eating with Jesus is an important theme found in the Bible. Look at Luke chapter 14 and verse 15. It says, Blessed is the one who will eat at the feast in the kingdom of God. Again, Jesus said in Revelation 3.20, He said, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come into him and die with him, and he with me. So Jesus wants to eat with you. Shall we all say together, those online you can shout, but let's all say together, Dining with Jesus. Amen. You see, in Bible times, to eat at the same table or to share a meal with someone has great significance. You see, and the more you understand its significance, the stronger your faith will be and the deeper your love for Jesus. You see, so what does it mean to die with Jesus? I want to share with you three things. Number one, when you dine with Jesus, He offers you protection. Protection. Shall we all say together, protection? protection. Amen. You see, according to Bible customs, when a host extends hospitality or invites you into his house, he is basically saying this, as long as you're under my roof, you do not need to worry about provision, you do not need to worry about safety. Do not need to worry about what you eat, what you drink, or what you wear because I will take care of you. You are under my roof. It is my responsibility and my obligation to protect you. So this concept 
was vividly illustrated in a story in Genesis chapter 19. Now, here in this story is the story of Lot extending hospitality to some strangers. So let's look at the story in verse 1. It says, Now the two angels came to Sodom in the evening, and Lot was sitting in the gate of Sodom. When Lot saw them, he rose to meet them, and he bowed himself with his face toward the ground. And he said, Here now, my Lord, please turn into your servant's house. Can you see that? Lot invited them into his house. And spend the night, he said, and wash your feet. Then you may rise early and go on your way. And they said, no, but we will spend the night in the open square. Now, Lot invited them into his house, but the two strangers say, no, we want to spend in the open square. Now, why? Why did the angels want to stay uh, didn't want to stay in Lot's house. Well, because the angels knew the obligation and the responsibility that it entailed. So if they step into Lot's house, Lot will be responsible to protect them. Maybe because of the impending risk, the angels rejected Lot's invitation. Now look at verse 3. It says, but Lot insisted strongly. So they turned in to him and entered his house. Then he made them a feast and baked unleavened, uh, unleavened bread and they ate together. Notice, they had a dinner together. Now Lot had no idea that the two strangers were angels. He was just fulfilling his duty. He was just doing what is right. You see, in the Middle East, most of the land are hot, dry, harsh deserts. For anyone who has travelled a long distance, food and shelter are a matter of life and death. Lord could empathise with these two travellers. So he invited them to his house to stay for the night, make a sumptuous meal and ate together. But look at verse 4. It says, Now before they lay down, the men of the city, the men of Sodom, both old and young, all the people from every quarter surrounded the house. And they called to Lot and said to him, Where are the men who came to you tonight? Bring them out to us that we may know them carnally. Wow! The people of Sodom were desperately wicked. They wanted to insult and rape the two guests in Lot's house. But look at what Lot did. Verse 6, it says, So Lot went out to them through the doorway, shut the door behind him and said, Please, my brethren, do not do so wickedly. See now, I have two daughters who have not known a man. Please let me bring them out to you and you may do to them as you wish. Only do nothing to this man, since this is the reason they have come under the shadow of my roof. Can you see that? Notice, Lot stood against these enemies. He protected his guests. 
He spoke out for them. He fought for their safety. He was even willing to go as far as sacrificing his own daughters for the safety of his guests. Wow! Now, this is very hard for us to comprehend in our time. But you know what? In the end, the two angels performed a miracle and rescued Lot and his family from the wickedness of Sodom. Church, there is a very important lesson here I want you to see. You see, when Jesus invited you and I to come under His roof to eat together and He prepared a feast for us at the table, what is Jesus saying? Jesus is saying, I will protect you. There's protection at the table of Jesus Christ. Oh, won't you give the Lord praise this morning? Hallelujah. You see, church, in this life, there will be suffering and pain. We will face adverse circumstances, problems with finances, problems in relationships. There will be weaker people or even demonic spirits that wants to seek to harm us, destroy us. But you know what? When we come and sit with Jesus at the table, there is always protection. Remember, in Psalms 23, the Bible says this, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Now, who is this great shepherd? Jesus. He is our good shepherd. Look at verse 4. Yea, though I walk through the valley of shadow of death, I fear no evil. For you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. But look at verse 5. He said, you prepare a table. Oh, Jesus has a table prepared for you and I. Before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil and my cup runs over. You know what? Even the most dangerous circumstances, the psalmist knew that when he comes to the table of the Lord, there is always safety in God's presence. Protection. Can we all shout together, protection? Amen. You see, many people ask me, Pastor, how is 2021 going to be like? There are so many unresolved problems. We have COVID-19 that is still spreading and now it's impacting on our low hay and our uh, Chinese New Year, right? The economy is uncertain and I'm still struggling with studies and career. What will happen in 2021? You know what, church? I want you to know the question is not what will happen in 2021. The question, the more important question is, are you dining with Jesus? Because if you are eating, sitting at the table of Jesus, even the most adverse circumstances surrounded by enemies, you will fear no evil because there is protection. There is protection. Hallelujah. Jesus is saying, I will protect you. How far will I protect you? Even at the expense of myself. Even if it costs me my life, I will protect you. Protection at the table of Jesus. That's why in Psalms 91, in verse 4, the psalmist 
said this: "You shall he, he shall cover you with his feathers, and under his wings you shall take refuge." What's that? Under the shadow of his roof, his truth shall be your shield and buckler. You shall not be afraid of the terror by night, nor of the arrow that flies by day, nor of the pestilence that walks in darkness, or the destruction that lays away lays waste the noonday. A thousand may fall by your side, ten thousand at your right hand, but it shall not come near you. Why? Because you have come under the shadow of His roof. Hallelujah. Church, come. Come and eat at the table of Jesus. Number two, what does it mean to dine with Jesus? When you dine with Jesus, He offers you reconciliation. Reconciliation. Now let's look at the story in Luke chapter 19. Now in Luke 19, it says, Then Jesus entered and passed through Jericho. Now behold, there was a man named Zacchaeus who was a chief tax collector. And he was rich. Now, you must understand, tax collectors were considered terrible sinners. They were all notorious in Jesus' time for abusing and blackmailing people especially the weak and the vulnerable. And here we have Zacchaeus, who was the chief tax collector. So he was the worst of the worst. He was number one public enemy. Everybody hated him. Now, in the eyes of the people, Zacchaeus had no place in the kingdom of God. Zacchaeus was beyond help. However, when Jesus saw Zacchaeus, look at what Jesus told him in verse 5. He said, Zacchaeus, make haste, come down, for today I must stay at your house. Jesus was telling Zacchaeus, I want you. Zacchaeus, yes, you, the notorious one, I want you. No matter how terrible you are, no matter how far you have fallen away, I want to stay at your house today. I want to be reconnected with you. I want to eat with you. Now, when the people heard this, look at their response. They all complained, saying, he has gone to be with a guest, with a man who is a sinner. Now, church, you know what? People may not accept you. People may not be able to accept your failures, your quirks, and your mannerism, your family may even ostracize you. And you may be thinking to yourself, I'm a total failure. I'm a good for nothing. I have been wasting everybody's time. Who will want me? You know what? Today, Jesus is shouting from heaven, I want you. I want to stay at your house. Because at the table of Jesus, there is always reconciliation. There is always this reconnection. I want to share with you a story I read recently. Now, it happened in Israel several years ago. Now, one day, a Jewish Christian by the name of Elon Zamil, he was driving through an Arab village in Israel. Now, a figure suddenly dashed out from the side of the road. Elon slammed the brakes, 
But it was too late. His car struck and killed a 13-year-old Palestinian boy. The boy couldn't respond to the blaring horn or the screeching brakes because the boy was deaf. Haunted by the tragedy, Elon was determined to make amends by seeking the family's forgiveness. Now, when his Jewish friends learned about that, they all thought he was crazy. An Israeli policeman even warned him, man, what you are doing is dangerous. You can get into serious trouble. Moreover, the cultural traditions would have allowed that family to kill Elon as vengeance for their son's death. Nevertheless, Elon persisted to arrange for the meeting. Now, Elon described what happened that day. He said during the meeting, the child's father was obviously devastated and unfriendly. According to tradition, if the father was willing to forgive and let Elon go, the father would be the first to taste of the coffee on the table as a sign of reconciliation. However, the coffee remained untouched. Elon was beginning to feel anxious as the time passed. But suddenly, the tension on the father's face relaxed. He broke into a smile. The father opened his arms, hugged Elon and kissed him on the cheek three times. And then he drank the coffee on the table. The whole atmosphere, which should have been one of anger and vengeance, was immediately transformed to one of mercy and acceptance. The most amazing thing is this. The most amazing thing was that the family told Elon, they told Elon this. He said, no, oh my brother, know this, that you are now in the place of this son who has died. You may have a family somewhere else. You may have a family, a home somewhere else on this land. But know this, that here is your second home. There is always a place for you here in this house for you. Wow. Oh, won't you give the Lord praise? What a picture of reconciliation. Because this is how God welcomes us. See, because of our sins and wrongdoings, Jesus, the Son of God, died on the cross in place of us. He bore our punishment so that we can be reconciled back to the Father. And Paul puts it so beautifully in the book of Ephesians. In Ephesians chapter 2, look at verse 13. It says, Now in Christ Jesus... You who once were afar off have been brought near by the blood of Christ. Verse 16, And that He might reconcile them both to God in one body through the cross. Look at verse 19. Now, now, today, therefore, you are no longer strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and members of the household of God. Oh, City Harvest, no matter what you have done, 
No matter how far you have fallen away, God the Father is saying there is always a place in His house for you. Come home and die with Jesus. You are sons and daughters of the Most High God. You see, today, if I can bring all of us on a tour to heaven, and when you come into the heavenly place where God dwells, there is a big banqueting table. And at the table, there are many chairs and many seats. But when you look carefully at the seat, there is one with your name written on it. Bobby Chow. Jin Xian, Jeremy Choi. Your name is on that seat. Jesus is saying, no matter what you have done, there is always a seat on this table, at this table reserved for you to come home. Come, come and dine with Jesus. There is reconciliation. Hallelujah. Number one. At the table of Jesus, there is protection. Number two, there is reconciliation. But there's a third thing. When you die with Jesus, He offers you healing. Healing. Look at Luke chapter 14. Let's look at this story over here. In verse 1, it says, One Sabbath, when Jesus went to eat in the house. Can you see that? Jesus eating again. He went to eat in the house of a prominent Pharisee. He was being carefully watched. There in front of him was a man suffering from abnormal swelling of his body. Jesus asked the Pharisees and experts in the law, is, is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath or not? But they remained silent. So taking hold of the man, he healed him and sent him on his way. Now here was a Sabbath day. It is like today, Sunday morning church service. On the Sabbath day, there is this sick person who came into the presence of Jesus and ate with him. Now this person came and he was eating with Jesus. And lo and behold, he was sitting right in front of Jesus. That day was a blessed day because he has been balloting for six weeks and when he got the ballot, his seat was allocated right in front of Jesus. Hallelujah. Now notice, this man did not plead with Jesus for healing. He was sick, but he did not plead or pray for his healing. He was simply there eating, enjoying the meal with Jesus. Now, on the, contrary, on the contrary, it was Jesus who saw the suffering of this man. And Jesus was moved with compassion and He healed him at the table. You see, although Jesus was fully aware of the risk that the Pharisees was watching Him to accuse Him of breaking the law, you know what? Jesus didn't care. He didn't care about the accusation, the slander that's going to come because he was more concerned about the man's healing. Let me tell you, this morning, you may come here with sickness in your body and you may have many questions. Is God going to heal me? Am I going to, am I going to break through? What is going to happen in the next five years? 
Jesus is more concerned for your healing than you think. He is moved with compassion even before you ask or pray. He already has healing prepared for you at the table. Friends, Jesus loves you no matter what sickness you're struggling with. It could be a physical, an emotional, mental illness, perhaps even a disease which seems incurable. This morning, I'm here to tell you that there is healing at the table of Jesus. Come and dine with Him. Remember the story of the Canaanite woman? She had a daughter who was severely demon-possessed and was suffering. She came to Jesus at the table and cried out to Jesus for help. Now, Jesus initially ignored her and said to her, it is not good to take the children's bread and throw it to the little dogs. Now notice here that Jesus said that healing and deliverance are like children's bread. He was saying healing was meant to be given to the Israelite first. The time of the Gentiles was not yet. But then look at the woman's response in Matthew 15, 27, he said, Yes, Lord, yet even the little dogs eat the crumbs which fall from the master's table. Then Jesus answered and said to her, O woman, great is your faith. Let it be to you as you desire. And her daughter was healed from that very hour. What is the Bible trying to show us? that there is healing at the table of Jesus. Healing was likened to bread that the master had prepared for his children. Every day when you come to the Lord in prayer, give us this day our daily bread. People of God, let me tell you, there is healing, daily bread, prepared for you at the table of Jesus. Come, come and be healed. Like the prayer that Apostle John prayed, Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health, just as your soul prosper. See, the Lord will lead you to the right doctor. You will find the right treatment for your sickness. Have a vision that the Lord will use you to pray for the sick. That as you obey Mark chapter 16, lay hands on the sick, pray in the name of Jesus, the sick shall recover. Have a vision for healing because there is healing at the table of Jesus. Amen? So three things. Dining with Jesus. Number one, protection. So don't be afraid of 2021. Jesus will protect you. In fact, Romans 8 says, if God is for us, who can be against us? He who do not, did not spare His own Son, but deliver Him up for us all. How shall He not with Him also freely give us all things? Don't be afraid. He will protect you. Number two, reconciliation. Who can separate us from the love of Christ? No condemnation, no accusation can separate us from our Lord Jesus Christ. There is a seat always reserved for you in His house. Number three, healing. Sit at the table of Jesus. Ask for daily bread. Healing for your body. So you say, oh pastor, 
So how do we practically dine with Jesus? John chapter 14, give us the answer. Look at verse 23. Jesus answered and said to him, If anyone loves me, he will keep my word, and my Father will love him, and we will come to him and make our home with him. Can you see that? How to dine with Jesus practically. Our responsibility is to love Jesus. How to love Jesus? Number one, keep His Word. Keep His Word. Won't you turn to your neighbour, tell your neighbour, keep His Word. You see, the word here, to keep, means to pay careful attention. That means you got to make time to read the Bible, study the Scripture, meditate on Scripture, memorise the Scriptures. Why? So that you can obey the Word of God. Become a doer of the Word and not just Sunday morning hearers only. Be a doer of the Word of God. Keep His Word. Amen? You've got to be intentional. You see, every year, the last, the last couple of years, I've been make, making a commitment, a, a vision for myself to, to memorize scriptures. So a few years ago, I started with Psalms 27. Then I did Psalms 8, Psalms 13, Psalms 3. So this year, I wanted to give myself a little bit more challenge because Psalms sometimes can be easier because many of the songs are from Psalms. For example, Psalms 42. As a deer... Oh, sorry, I cannot sing, right? Oh, no. And I can sing because I'm on stage, yeah. As a deer panther for the water, so my soul... Psalms 42, easy to remember. But I want to give myself some challenge. So, I told the Lord, okay, I will memorize Romans chapter 8. Yeah, more challenging. Lah. Therefore, Romans chapter 8, verse 1. Therefore, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. Now, he said, Pastor, why do you memorize Scripture? So that I can pray. I memorize to pray. So this is how I do it. I would say, I'll pray to the Lord. Therefore, there is now, today, now, no condemnation. I am no longer condemned. Jesus, thank you for your precious blood. No condemnation for those who are in Christ. I want to be in you, Jesus. You are the vine. I am the branch. I want to stay with you because in you, there is now no condemnation. Who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. So I tell the Lord, Lord, I don't want to walk in the flesh. The lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, the pride of life. I nail it to the cross. I want to walk in the Spirit. Therefore, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. Verse 1. Take for example, verse 5. For those who live according to the flesh, set their minds on the things of the flesh, but those who walk according to, live according to the Spirit, set their minds on the things of the Spirit. So I'll pray. I say, Lord, I want to set my mind on the things of the Spirit. I give you my thoughts, my desires, my heart, my dreams, my visions, the imagination of my heart. I set my mind on the things of the Spirit. So I'll pray like that. Then verse 6 says, For to be carnally minded 
it is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. So I said, Lord, I thank you. As I set my mind on you, I'll receive life, peace in my heart, peace in my mind. Like that. So Romans 8, I memorized until verse 8. So I'm on my way. Long way to go. Memorize scripture. Study scripture. Keep his word. One more time, I want to tell your neighbor, keep his word. What else can you do? Matthew 18 verse 20. How to dine with Jesus? Jesus said, For where two or three are gathered together in my name, I am in the midst of them. Second thing you can do, keep gathering. Keep gathering. You see, Pastor, how to gather in a season like this? Well, when you cannot gather physically, you can gather online. Make time. Make time for Sabbath like this. For church service, those online, make time. I know it's difficult, but you can put down your utensil right now. Yeah, 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 yeah I know, right? <laughs> yeah, focus, focus, focus. Make time for the Lord. Gather together. Whether you're online or on-site, when you make time for Jesus to dine with Him, something always happens. Make time for your cell group Zoom meeting. Make time for small group fellowship. Jesus said, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice, open his door. Notice, he said, You open your door. The onus is on you. You see, in our world today, we all appreciate convenience. We want everything to be convenient, right? We want to have a convenient time and venue to pray, to study the Bible, or to worship God. But let me tell you, church, when it comes to love, you cannot love out of convenience. Why? Because love involves effort, consistency, determination, discipline. Now, all these words are words that tell us you've got to be intentional. You must make time to love Jesus. Keep His Word. Keep gathering. Amen? Okay, one last thing. One more thing. Hebrews 13. How to dine with Jesus? Hebrews 13. Let me show you one more thing. Verse 2. It says, Do not forget to show hospitality to strangers. For by doing so, some people have shown hospitality to angels without knowing it. Now, this verse was obviously making reference to the story of Lot. He welcomed, he welcomed strangers and they were angels. So the Bible says, do not forget to show hospitality. Look at verse 3. Continue to remember those in prison as if you were together with them in prison. And those who are mistreated as if you yourselves were suffering. Church, what is the Bible trying to teach us? How Jesus extends hospitality to you to provide protection, reconciliation, and healing. He is saying, you must now go out and do the same to others. Show hospitality, love, welcome them, especially those who are suffering and in hardship.
How do we practically dine with Jesus? The third thing you can do is love like Jesus. Love like Jesus. That means children over here, those watching online, children, you've got to let your parents know here in 2021, let them know that they are not alone. Let them know that you'll stand by them. They are not helpless. You will protect them. Let your parents know that you're journeying together with them, even in sickness. When they are fighting disease, you are praying for them every day for their healing. Husband and wife, practically what does it mean? Extend forgiveness to your spouse. Let your spouse know that no matter what happened, there is always a place for your spouse in the home. That your spouse do not bring the pillow and the blanket outside the room. Or to Kui Lulian, right? There's always forgiveness. Extend forgiveness. You see, pastor, that is very, very tough. Exactly. That is why we say, love unconditionally. Amen? What does it mean? Practically, parents, if you are a parent, let your children know that no matter what wrong they have done, they will always have a home to go to here. You can always come home. Dad will always receive you. Mom will always accept you, no matter what happened. Love always protects. Love always trusts. Love always hopes. Love always perseveres. Amen? Several years ago, we have an overseas SOT student by the name of Andy. Now, after graduating from SOT, he returned back to his home country. However, Andy was young, he was curious, and when he went back to the country, he got into drugs and became an addict. I said, wow, pastor, SOT student also like that. Yeah, anything can happen in our world today, right? Yeah, but unfortunately, he got into bad company. Now his mom reached out to me, called me and said, Pastor, can you help my son? He's in big trouble. Now, immediately, Cindy and I told the mom, you know what? We are going to open our house. Send your son to our house. Come over. Come and stay with us for six months. So that he could break away from the back company back home. So we received Andy to our home for six months. We treat him like, uh, I treat him like my son. I set him like a family member. I set aside a room just for him. Every day we try, we try every day to fellowship with him, eat with him, encourage him, pray together with him. My son, my own son Ryan, we grew up playing together. He's like his playmate for six months. Were there inconveniences? Yes. We don't have our own privacy. Many inconveniences, many risks. But I remember what the Bible says. Do not forget to show hospitality to strangers. Love like Jesus. Especially those who are suffering, who are in hardship. And as we dine together at the table, sharing Jesus with each other, 
Something changed. Transformation happened. This morning, 6 a.m., I woke up again. I was at my dining table, praying. And it was at the same table that Andy was sitting together. And we were eating and fellowshipping. And something changed. Many years have passed now. Today, Andy is free from drugs. He got married. He now has a son. And he's also the director of a thriving company that oversees a factory with 2,000 workers. He's the director. Something changed. Love like Jesus. Go out and do the same. City Harvest, die with Jesus. Let's bring protection. Let's bring reconciliation. Let's bring healing to those who are suffering and mistreated. Amen. Won't you give the Lord praise this morning? <laughs> Hallelujah. Shall we all stand to our feet? I know the presence of God is here. And I can see from some of your faces that the Lord is speaking to your heart. I sense in my heart that some of us, you have been a little far away from the Lord. Maybe because of the challenges in life, problems in relationship, tension. They cause you to be disconnected with the Lord. In this life, it's like in the desert. The conditions are adverse. There will be many, many tragedy, heartaches. And the objective is to repel us from the house of God. But this morning, won't you come? Come and dine with Jesus. If you spend time long enough in His presence, something changed. Something happens. Transformation happens. Healing comes. Reconciliation will come. Amen. Wherever you are, those watching online, I know that the Lord is touching you even right now. Won't you just lift your hands to the Lord and just reach out to Jesus even right now. Let the Lord know that you're coming home. Today, Jesus, is, Jesus said, today I must stay at your house. Today, not tomorrow. Today, I must stay at your house. That's why I just pray in the Spirit. Wherever you are, just talk to the Lord. Jesus is so close to you right now. Jesus is saying, do not be afraid. I will protect you. I will protect you. I have this confidence because I've seen the faithfulness of God The still inside the storm The promise of the shore I trust the power of your word Yes, I do. Enough to seek your kingdom first. 
Beyond the barren place Beyond the ocean waves When I walk through the waters I won't be overcome When I go through the ravens I will not be so much. It's not that you don't want to love Jesus, but there are so many concerns about finances. Sometimes you feel that you've got to cheat and lie. You've got to chase. You've got to protect your family. You've got to protect your finances. And you're so tired. You're so sick and tired of the things that you've been doing. Come home and dine with Jesus. Let Him be your protection. Let Him be your protection if you eat with Him. If you come and eat with Him, He said, I will be your shield. I will be your barker. I will be your refuge, your fortress. I will protect you. I will go as far as protecting you even at the expense of my life. Even if it costs me everything, I'll make sure that no harm will come near you. Come and dine with Jesus. Trust Him. Won't you come home? Won't you turn around and say, Jesus, I want to dine with you. I want to be on fire for you again. I want to keep your word. I want to love you again, Jesus. I want to be reconciled with you in your presence. Lord, I'm coming home. Is there really a seat for me at the table? Is there really a place for me again, Jesus? This morning, some of you are asking this question. Is there really a chance for me to come back to be on fire? Is there a chance for me to enjoy the joy of my salvation? To have a taste again of your presence? Jesus is saying, yes! 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 My son, my daughter, come and die with me. Come and die with me. If that's you wherever you are, church, if you are at home, if that's you and you can hear the call of God in your heart, the knocking on the door on your heart, won't you lift your hands to the Lord? And for the next one minute, I want you to open your mouth and pray, pray. Won't you just pray and cry out to the Lord? Ya la gala 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 gala
is happening in your heart even right now. Oh, the fire of the Holy Spirit, the fire in your heart is being rekindled right now. Fire of the Holy Spirit. some of us here you want to find reconciliation with the person whom you respect so much but because of some stumbling offenses there's a divide there is a hurt a wound in your heart that seems cannot be resolved cannot be healed come to Jesus sit at the table if you can sit at the table long enough healing will come something change something will happen won't you start praying again and say Lord forgive me my sins as I forgive those who sin against me Father I pray for all these loved ones those who have such a deep wound in their hearts in their soul and Lord they have been searching and looking for that healing this morning, let there be a release in your spirit. Be healed in the name of Jesus. Let there be a release of forgiveness. Let there be a start of a journey of reconciliation and reconnection. Be healed in the name of Jesus. Some of us are sick in your body, physically. There is healing at the table of Jesus right now. Receive your healing. Cancer be healed. Heart disease be healed right now. 
That's right, release your faith. By His stripes, you are healed. On the cross, Jesus took our sickness, took our disease. In the name of Jesus, we can pray this morning. And the sick shall recover. Kidney problem, liver problem, be healed right now. Every lung, pneumonia, issues with the lung, be healed in Jesus' name. Skin problem, eczema, be healed right now. I bind every infirmity, go from our church. This morning, let it be a release of the healing power of the Holy Spirit. Wherever you are, just receive your healing right now. This year, 2021, to keep His Word, to keep gathering, and to love like Jesus. Won't you put one hand on your heart and say this prayer together with me? Say with me, Jesus, I'm coming home. This year, 2021, I make a commitment. I make a commitment. I will make time. I will make time to keep Your Word. To keep Your Word. I make time. I make time together with your saints together with your saints with your children with your children with the community of faith with the community of faith help me Lord help me Lord I will make time I will make time to love like Jesus to love like Jesus change me change me transform me transform me make me like you make me like you won't you lift your hands and surrender your year, surrender your life to Him. Father, I pray for all my brothers and sisters. I pray for City Harvest Church. Hear our prayer, hear our cry this morning. Lord, I bless all my friends here. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord cause His face to shine upon you, His favour be upon you every single day. 
like rain coming upon you, wave after wave of His blessing and favour. May the Lord be gracious to you. May the Lord lift His countenance over you and give you peace in your family, give you peace in your heart, give you peace in your mind, give you peace in your relationship, give you peace in your business, give you peace in your studies. In the name of Jesus, Lord, may your people prosper in all things and be in health just as our soul prosper. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. And all God's people say, Amen. Amen. Would you give the Lord a big hand clap? Give Him praise this morning. Somebody shout hallelujah. 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 Amen. Well, church, God bless you. May the Lord be with you. Amen. What a great service we have. Before we are dismissed, won't you turn to your neighbor, give them a fist bump and tell them, Jesus love you and I love you too. Amen. Are you blessed by this week's podcast? Tell us at connect at chc.org.sg.